I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 392 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we are back in the weather room today with a meteorologist unlike any other. Nick Koser forecasts the weather for Fox 46 in Charlotte, North Carolina, and he does so in style. He is known as the dancing weatherman. He brings the moves and the entertainment to every weather report. He is hilarious, and he takes on all the latest dance challenges. Whatever the cool kids are doing over there on TikTok, you could bet Nick Koser is busting a move on them. His Instagram and TikTok have blown up. His videos on social media have gone viral, and he has got a brand new way to deliver the weather and have fun while doing doing so. It's an honor for me to have him on the show today. Nick Koster will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Nick Koster was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch the conversation between myself and the Dancing Weatherman, please get over to my YouTube channel. Hit me with a subscribe. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And if you guys enjoyed today's interview, you got to check out my interviews with other dads who forecast the weather, including legendary weatherman Al Roker and last week's guest, Eyewitness News forecaster Lee Goldberg. Okay, and coming Friday, I've got a former Navy SEAL who is now running for Congress. Derek Van Orden joins me for a Frogman Friday. He is running for Congress in the great state of Wisconsin. Don't miss out on that. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who will be joining me here next week, as well as who will be my guest for the 400th episode of First Class Fatherhood. I guarantee it will be one you guys will enjoy. So make sure you follow me on Instagram for that. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about this podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with the dancing weatherman, Nick Koser. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped, and dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Nick Koser. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Dude, such an honor to be here, man. I'm seeing your background and I'm looking at all the cool, amazing fathers you've interviewed before. And I'm like, why did you choose me to be on this thing? <laughs> but I'm well, happy and excited, man. Let's do this. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. Let's start it like this. How many kids do you have? How old? I got one little dude. He is uh, 11. He actually just turned 11. And his first day of sixth grade was Monday. So he started junior high virtually, which is uh, definitely a new experience for all of us. 
Yeah, wild experience for all the parents out there. Uh, is he involved in any uh, sports or activities? You know, he is. Um, he was. He was doing swimming and golf, and um, he was doing well in both of those. And then COVID kind of shut all that down. Um, so at the moment, his 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 number one sport involvement is uh, the sports that he plays on Nintendo Switch. Uh, <laughs> so. That's it. He's a he's a he's a thumb warrior right now. Yeah, he's not he's not he he's not alone in that department for sure. (laughs) That's for dang sure, (laughs) especially not in the junior high school age group. Yeah. Nick, if you could, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah. Okay. so I am a um, I'm a morning meteorologist and I've been doing this for, gosh, 15 years now, which kind of makes me seem old. That's why I'm wearing the hat. So I'm covering up my gray hair. Uh, I graduated with um, a, communi- a communications degree in 2005 from Akron University in Ohio, which is the city LeBron James is from. That's like our claim to fame. And uh, got into the news business um, at first as a news reporter. Didn't exactly know what I wanted to do in the business. Um, and then a- about a year into it, my boss was like, dude, you suck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've noticed. And he goes, why don't we try you at weather and, and see if you're, uh, you know, and see if that's more your speed. And I swear to you, after two minutes of doing the weather, I go, why haven't I, why hasn't it dawned on me that I could make money doing this? I just never thought that you could make money predicting the weather. It, it, it woke this passion up in me that I had for weather that I never kind of, it was just kind of lying dormant. You know, I've always liked science. Anyways, long story short. After that that day of filling in, um, I decided to go get my meteorology degree online from Mississippi State. I got it, and since then I've been all around the country, uh, you know, moving up in my career. So I moved from Mansfield, Ohio, to Beaumont, Texas, to San Francisco, and then in the ultimate swerve of 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 my life, I went from San Francisco, California, to Boise, Idaho. Um, <laughs> To, to kind of find a little more of a peaceful life that was a little too peaceful. And then six years ago, we came here to Charlotte and this is it, man. We, we love it here. I work on good day, Charlotte, which is a morning show that runs from 4 30 AM to 9 AM. And that's almost become my secondary job. Cause now it seems like my first job is a professional dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get to your dancing in just a second here. But so a lot, I mean, it's a lot of climates you went through here, a lot of different type of weather patterns in these different states and stuff like that. But so along this journey, then, Nick, how old were you then when you first became a dad and how to becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Oh, man, I was I was 25. Um, so not too young, but still not too old. You know, I was still kind of kind of immature. And um, at the time that I was becoming a father, so I told you about all those moves, right? So the first move for me was the craziest because that was going from that, that station in Ohio to Beaumont, Texas. I'd lived in Ohio my whole life. So for 25 years, that's all I knew. And um, you know, my wife and I got pregnant right before this huge move to Texas. So you know, I loaded up my, my Pontiac Grand Am with all my stuff pulling a trailer. I was going to school full-time to become a meteorologist, starting a new job in Texas. My wife was pregnant. And also as part of my new job, they wanted us to uh, participate in a half marathon. 
Um, and so all of that was going on when, when, when my wife gave birth to, to uh, Cannon, who's, who's my son. And I got to tell you, man, I was overwhelmed. I was nervous. Um, all, all of the emotions I think everybody feels. And um, to be honest with you, I, I'm a little bit weird because I immediately thought of fatherhood, parenthood, as jumping to kind of where I'm at right now, which is having a, 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 a tween who's a little snarky, who kind of loves you but still hates you, <laughs> you know, and uh, to me, that was the that was all I could think about when it be when it, when it was uh, when I pictured being a father. So I actually thought the first part, the first few years of fatherhood were kind of not easy, but you know, I, I felt like the hard part of it hadn't started yet. I'm okay with doing the diapers and the feeding and all that. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised at how how cool it was, you know. Um, but obviously there are some lifestyle changes. I don't think it hit me as hard though because my whole life was changing right at that very second. When I was 25. I was kind of ready for it. Um, but I do look at things differently. I mean, the funny thing is, it's, it's a small thing, but I now watch movies from the viewpoint of a parent and not the kid. Like I remember watching American Pie. Uh, as a father for the first time. And I remember watching that as a kid going, dude, this is hilarious. And as a father, I'm like, where are their parents? Why is there no supervision? What do they do? You know, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, Nick, I, I, on that, one movie that, that changed that for me too was John Q with, uh, with Denzel Washington. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I saw it before I was a father, and it was a, a good movie. I felt a little, you know, this it you know, it didn't have that emotional impact on me until I revisited that film once I became a father. So that definitely changed my perspective there. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how that works, you know. So I mean, obviously now you're known as the dancing meteorologist here. What was the genesis of you uh, implementing these dance routines into your weather report? You know, boredom. Uh, actually, a few years ago, about. About two years ago, my bosses sat us all down, all of us talent, which are is just a word for on-air people, um, and said, you got you to gotta have a bigger presence on social. You know, that's kind of how everything is branded and sold to the mass media, to the masses. And at first, I was like, gosh, here we go, you know, more work. Um, but eventually, I embraced it. And yeah, I was just, I was just bored at work one day. Uh, I saw... Some, some dudes, the Williams fam, if you're familiar with uh, them on, on Instagram, they're awesome. But I saw them dancing to the song and I go, I don't know, I think I could do that. I got nothing else to do. You know, it was a sunny day at work, so it was pretty quiet for me. I filmed it after the show. I did two takes, posted it on Instagram and, uh, you know, didn't think much. I went home, took a nap, which I always do because I wake up really early. And uh, I woke up from that nap, and my life hasn't been the same since, man. I woke up to a, a lot of comments, which were mostly positive, which for social media is kind of kind of unheard of, and um, been doing been doing it since. And I'm gonna do it until. I either run out of moves or people get tired of me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it, it, it's not the social media game is not an easy uh, a code to crack sometimes, especially on Instagram and TikTok, especially. And now you 
got you, you, your your son there is right in the in the meaty part of all this stuff where the transition happens. So how does he kind of feel about you uh, doing the dancing, being on TikTok? Does he does he like kind of embarrassed by that, or does he embrace that and enjoy it? You know, that's I get that question all the time, and I feel like my answer is kind of disappointing because he's not on social media. Um, we are keeping him. We're trying to keep him off of social media for as long as humanly possible, which I got to say, that's one good outcome from from Corona and COVID is that he's not uh, he's not exposed to this stuff. I think that, that he would be already at this point. Um, so I don't think he's embarrassed by it yet, but I, <laughs> I know that's probably coming. Um, I, I don't know if he thinks it's cool either. I, I just don't think because he doesn't really have much of a grasp on on social yet. So maybe in a year or maybe even in six months that'll change. But as of right now, I don't I don't really know, man. I've asked him that question before, and he's like, I think it's cool. He's a, he's a very laid back dude, um, and he's kind of hard to read sometimes. But yeah, his his answer is, I think it's cool. <laughs> so there you go. Well, yeah, listen, I give you a lot of credit for doing it. I mean, I'm like one of these dads. I'm a dancing dad in the kitchen making dinner, something like that, but never about to put yourself out there the way you've done. That, that, that's pretty impressive, uh, you know, to, to get a chance to do that and be successful at it. Now, how about as far as discipline goes, Nick? Uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad, and is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Today's episode is being brought to you by Melon. Mellon has designed a hat in collaboration with Navy SEAL Jeff Nichols and the Lone Survivor Foundation. This united hat is designed to bring us together as a nation, as a global community, and as neighbors. It is designed to inspire hope in one another and to work together towards positive outcomes. This united hat stands for getting things back on track and working together to get us there. United we stand. The Lone Survivor Foundation will be donating $10 for every Mellon United hat sold. The Lone Survivor Foundation provides a no-cost post-traumatic program to help U.S. service members, veterans, and their families recover from combat trauma. Visit Mellon or tap the link in today's show notes and rock your United Mellon hat today. United, we stand. How about as far as discipline goes, Nick? Uh, What type of disciplinarian are you as a dad, and is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm different, but you know, I, I, I know you're a sports guy and um, there's a good quote that I heard a long time ago that uh, a coach can't coach every player the same, right? You got to figure out what works, what motivates different people. And when I heard that quote, even, you know, 10, 12 years ago, I, I, it stuck with me. So what, what my dad, um, his tactics that worked on me, which I had, my dad's unbelievable. Uh, do not work for my son and I wouldn't expect them to. Um, and it's also a different time period, you know, so things have changed. Um, but my son is very, he is very, when I was his age, I was much more, much more kind of immature, I guess, you know, I was definitely just, just very boyish. Uh, he's kind of a, he's, he's kind of a thinker, you know, he's very kind of wise so my attack or my approach with him is I don't necessarily um, I don't necessarily finger point. I try to guide, you know, I just I just kind of say, hey, what do you think your, your best option here would be? You know, do you think you'd rather take, do these chores now and get your 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 video games in later or vice versa? And I try to approach it that way. You know, I try to give him options. 
and, and make him realize that, um, you know, he's, he's 100% responsible for, um, he's 100% accountable for, for what he does when he does it. Yeah, well said. Yeah, I, I, we use that. Uh, I got four kids myself here. We use that that uh, technology as a carrot to kind of dangle in front of them to give. It, they'll they'll do just about anything to get some more game time. Forget about like the old school allowance, five dollars for mowing yeah. the lawn. They they much rather a half hour hour in a video game. I mean, it's. I'm so glad you said that because we've tried to motivate them with money. And again, I don't think you know because they don't see the money these days. They're like, right. Yeah. man. Unless unless the money comes in the form of like a uh, a GameStop gift card or something like that, so <laughs> they can buy more games, you know. That's that's hundred percent right. What what would you say? What would you say, Nick? Are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your son growing up? Oh man, you know, um, I'm wearing this shirt here, Saint Sinner Saved, and um, I'm really trying to do my best to just provide him with a good kind of uh, foundation. You know, I mean. Um, there is a quote from the Bible. I don't want to get like religious, you know, uh, but I think it's a quote that everybody can can pull from. And it's it says, if you give your son or your kid a good foundation, they'll always kind of find their way back, even if they even if they veer off the path. And like I said, I'm staring down the barrel of junior high and high school and college. These are those these are those years that people tend to veer off the path. So. You know, my goal is to just get him uh, a good foundation that he can always kind of lean back on because that that is one thing that my parents did with me that worked. And I think it's a good thing to do for him as well. Yeah, I love that, Nick. I'm right there with you. My oldest is starting high school this year. So we're just about to hit all these things, too, with driving and dating. And they're going to be introduced to drugs, alcohol, the whole bit. So uh, I'm, I'm a, a faith-based person myself. I keep God first in my life, too. So uh, I'm happy to hear your comment on that. Do you, ha- do you have, like, a is there a, a best dance that you've done? And is there one that has completely fell flat? Do you have, like, a go-to dance and one that you'll never attempt again? You know, it's, fun- it's funny. I-, I give this a lot of thought. and. Um... You know, I, I, I don't want to sound like super, super pompous or arrogant, but I got to tell you, man, I, I'm, a, I'm one of those guys that just puts my head down and I like to plow forward and not really reflect a whole lot. But I've had a lot of I've had a lot of dances with a lot of success and I keep waiting for the one that, you know, make people hate me. Um, and that hasn't happened yet. So thank you know, thank goodness. I don't know if I had to pick my favorite one, it, it would probably have to be, um, gosh, you know, I did, I just did one with this, with this other guy named Mufasa who dances and, um, it was very well received and I liked it because, you know, we, we were both able to, to spread both of our messages of kind of positivity. And then to be honest with you, this very last one that I did, I loved it. I was I danced along with a guy who was playing the electric violin, and it was so different and and, and new for me. I loved it. Not a huge maybe like success on views, um, but that one so so far has had the lowest view count. But you know we just we just posted yesterday, so uh, those are my thoughts on that. My go-to move I think is probably. I mean these days it's got to be the whoa. All the all the kids. Ah, hit the woe. So when, when you do that, they lose their minds, especially as a 36-year-old person with gray hair. Well, what would you say is a Instagram versus TikTok? What's the, be- what's the better engagement? Where do you get, uh, where, where do you see more engagement or is it about the same? 
You know, um, Instagram is, is probably where I've been most successful. That's where I get the most engagement and views. TikTok is a, is a whole different beast. That thing just came, it's like a phoenix out of nowhere <laughs> kind of last year. I, at first I had like scoffed at it, like, what is this? And then, gosh, in January I go, all right, this is a thing, you know, and it's got its own little community there. And so I haven't had the the success in TikTok that I have in Instagram. My 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 fan base there isn't quite as loyal, but I'm working on it, and um and we'll see. I mean, you know, TikTok's got its road cut out for it. It it could be be banned um here in who knows the next day or two or whatever President Trump wants to do. Um, but I got to tell you. I do, I do, I am decent at reading patterns and trends. And I think that's the next, I mean, it already kind of is the next big thing, but I think it only gets bigger from here. So I think if, if anyone watching wants to capitalize uh, on a new social media platform, I think adopting TikTok now rather than waiting would be advantageous because it's easier to gain followers when a social media platform is new rather than waiting till it's already been established. Like TikTok is kind of like Instagram was back in 2012, you know, I mean, at present day. So that's my take on it. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I'm going to put the links to all your um, all your accounts uh, in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can check it out, see all the dance moves, see what you're hitting in over there. What's next for you, Nick? What kind of goals or plans do you have here for the future? Where are you planning on uh, scaling this up or building it or what do you got coming up? Yeah, I'm, I, I actually signed a contract about a year ago. It's a three-year contract for to stay as, a, as the morning meteorologist at, at Fox 46. So in October, I've gone through one year of my three-year contract. So at that point, I'll have two more years. And, and my goal is to just keep doing what I'm doing, you know, keep, um, keep trying to gain followers and, and see what happens from there. I mean... I absolutely love my job as, as, a, as a meteorologist, um, but you never know. The internet's the great equalizer. There could be an opportunity uh, in the future that makes my life go in a different direction, and um, we'll see, man. I'm one of those guys that I very much like to flow with the current. I don't try to swim upstream, so um, I, I just kind of let things happen and, and, and try to go with whatever whatever seems to be the right move. So we'll yeah. see. I'm not going to try to force anything because I know when, when you get into that mindset, everything goes haywire. Yeah, very cool. All right, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Nick, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? I think I think it's important for a new dad to um, not look at parenthood as a whole. You know, when you first get in there, it's, it can be overwhelming. And like I was saying, I was I was already jumping to like tween years and oh my gosh, how am I going to handle buying a car? It's going to be so, you know, t- parenthood is, is just a series of stages, you know, so if you're overwhelmed in one stage, you know, it's, that's just a tiny snapshot of your life. So ride it out, you know, just do what you can to, to do your best and make it to the, to the next stage. You know, you've got newborn, infant, toddler, and they're all, they're all different. They're all challenging, but they're all awesome. And so just kind of, just kind of take it in steps. And I think um, that will definitely be, that will definitely help. It definitely helped me. So I hope that helps you. Hey, last thing I want to say is to you, you're awesome. When I saw your email come through, 
Uh, I was like, I have to do this podcast. Congrats on all your success, man. I see you're just, you're number one all the time. And uh, I can see why uh, you get the big names that you do because you are good at doing this, man. So thank you. Well, Nick, I appreciate that. I love the message. I think you're a first-class father all the way. And I got to say thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Anytime, man. Anytime. Have a good one. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Nick Koster for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And do yourself a favor. Go check out Nick Koster on Instagram and TikTok. He will not disappoint. He always brings the entertainment and the latest dance moves. Tomorrow on the podcast, I got something different, something I've never done on the show before, and that is having non-father on the podcast here. Uh, New England Patriots tight end Matt Lacoste is expecting his first child in November. He decided to sit out this NFL season due to health concerns over his wife and unborn child. Don't miss out on that. Friday, we're going to close it out with a Frogman Friday edition. Former Navy SEAL and star of Act of Valor, Derek Van Orden, will be here. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for watching First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.